what is going on, my Degenerate League mates, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here to give you a week two PSA update. The Olympics are over. We made some very big key votes this week. I just want to remind everybody about them, how we're going to implement them. We finally voted on a payout structure. And yeah, this is pretty much just me coming to give you guys a little quick update on everything. Draft is less than two weeks away. I can't fucking wait. I know a lot of you guys probably can't wait either. I'm sure you, you guys are itching to draft your teams. And Shane's got a... He's got a crown to defend. You know, he's he's he's, he's the reigning champ. You know, we're all gunning for him. We're all trying to win. So, real quick, just another feedback tidbit towards everybody. This is very league specific. This is for the Degenerates League, my home league. That me, Brian, Steve, and a bunch of my other friends are in. So this is very league specific. This might not be the pod for you. And if you would like, you know, check out some of our other um, episodes. We've we've done several judgments, judging people's leagues. We 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 have a main feed where we just talk basic fantasy football. You know, go over our favorite plays, rankings, uh, touch on the news. We do mock draft episodes. You name it. You guys might want to check that out instead, because this is literally aimed at twelve people, including myself. But if you want to hang and listen, hey, I ain't, I'm more power to you, man. I'll take all the listens I can get, all the views. So, all right, we are going to, I'm going to recap. The Olympics are over. The Olympics are over. So, I will give a quick recap on what we did. So, we used the Olympics to decide our draft order. Every owner was randomly assigned a country. And however that country performed during the Olympics based on their total medal counts is where you drafted from. We used the multiplier. Golds were worth three times. Silvers were worth two times. And bronzes were worth one times. Or basically, you know, 20 bronzes, 20 bronze. You guys get it. And so with the conclusion of the games, the draft picks have been set. And I'm going to go over it. So first overall pick which was not a surprise. I pretty much announced it the second I pulled his name. Congratulations, Ricky. Ricky had China. They had 196. 196 total points. They had almost 60 points more than the next closest team. In second place, we have Mike, who came in with 139 points. Mike had Russia. Um, Russia did all right. They performed pretty well at these games. Uh, did well enough to get him the second pick, so you can't complain there. Um, coming in in, th- in third place was Mr. Moran. He had 130 points. He kept it tight between him and Mike, but it was still just he couldn't quite get enough to, to get over that hump, and I didn't really envision that he was going to. I kind of thought he was locked into the three spot, and that ended up being the case. Um, Justin was in fourth place, who had Japan, the host nation. Had a little home field advantage, I'm sure. Um, they had 126 points, and this was kind of like how I said Brian uh, Moran was was close to Mike. Like Justin was always on Moran's ass too. I mean, he finished four points behind him. Just couldn't quite get enough to, you know, catch him for that third spot. I know he was really pushing to hopefully get that third spot. I know Brian didn't really care as much if it was three, four. He had said so. Yeah, you have it, and then. All right, fifth place, fifth pick is going to Nate. He had Australia. They had 87 points. Um, Australia definitely overperformed in, in this uh, Olympics. They definitely did. I 
I'd have to say they did a lot better than I think people anticipated. And Nate was pretty much locked into the fifth pick, like, all week. Like, he, he didn't have enough juice left to make a push for fourth, but he had enough of a gap on sixth place to where they weren't going to even see his taillights. And, you know, that was kind of Nate pretty much knew he had the fifth pick, like, days ago. So the sixth pick, oh, Nate's brother Jared come in with the sixth pick. Italy, here's another country. They kind of overperformed a little bit. I don't think people anticipated them getting 40 total medals. That's that's insane because I thought Italy was going to be more of a... I thought they were going to finish more around where I did, personally. But they got Jared their sixth pick. I think the sixth pick is huge because I feel like there's a big drop-off at running back after that. Like, once you hit the seventh overall pick, kind of where I think that, like, you can start taking some chances or you might not know exactly what to do because it might be a kind of a drop-off at running back, and that's where you can really start thinking about maybe taking a wide receiver or potentially Kelsey if you want. But So leading in, 7th and 8th. So these are the only two ties we had. 7th and 8th place both finished with 68 points. So they both finished two points behind Jared. And Adisa won the tiebreaker over Shane. Adisa had the Netherlands, who came on really strong late in this, this competition, especially the final day. I believe they got a gold a silver and a bronze, I'm pretty sure. And yeah, they really, they propelled big time. There was one point where they were in the beginning of the week, I think they were in like 10th place. like, And they propelled all the way up to 7th. And Shane had Germany, who also finished with 68 total points. They had 10 golds, 11 silvers, and 16 bronze. And based on the tiebreakers, they both had the same amount of golds, the Netherlands and Germany. And the silver medals, Netherlands had 12 Germany had 11, so that is what ultimately decided the tiebreaker, and that is what gave Adisa the 7th pick and Shane the 8th pick. In ninth place, he got me, baby. Ah, man. I was really hoping to get either up a little higher or down a little lower. I would have liked, even just being at 10, I'd be a little more comfortable with. What are you going to do, man? What are you going to do? Um, I picked from nine last year and I made it to the championship, so hopefully they get the same love. Obviously, I had France. They came in with 65 total points, so I was real close. This cluster was real close. I mean, just between me, Shane, Adisa, and Jared was five five total points. And it kind of came down to the wire a little bit, which was kind of interesting to watch, you know, because some of these like little guys were running away with it. Tenth pick. We have Steve, who has Canada. They finished with 44 total points. They did a little better than I anticipated, too. I mean, they won gold in women's soccer, which was not expected. And there was another competition they won gold in. I wouldn't have expected them to win it in either. But Canada overperformed a little bit. And unfortunately, I think that Steve was hoping to be at 11 or 12, but 10 ain't bad. I don't think he's too upset. And 11th pick is going to go to Mr. Brian Martin who I believe is ecstatic that he's picking from 11 because he had said he either wanted a top three pick or like a, a back two pick. So he got his wish. He's picking from 11. South Korea. South Korea was one of those uh, nations. They came out really strong, like the first, you know, five, six days of the con- of the competition. And then they just really just fell off. Like they didn't, I didn't, I didn't adjust their medal counts much at all this past week. I may have added like a bronze or two. Like, they just did absolutely nothing this week. I think they're sh- they they must have front-loaded their uh the strength of their competitions because I know they're good in archery and shit like that. But 
Brian Martin's happy with that. And in DFL, is going to be Dickey getting the 12th overall pick. He had Poland. Poland's another country. You know, they kind of turned it on late. I mean, I remember the first week, I think they had like one bronze. That was something. I thought of one silver to close out the first week. And it, I was like, holy shit, he ain't going to do nothing. But they did all right. They finished with four golds, five silvers, and five bronze for 27 total points. Wasn't enough to make a push to, you know, for 11th pick or 10th pick, but it's a respectable score. So that's a quick recap of who's picking where and what. Um, overall, I really enjoyed this competition. I think, Shane, I got to give you some props. Good job. I think it was a good, uh, good and interesting, fun way to determine who's going to pick where. And honestly, when you really look at it, the multipliers, I guess, really weren't needed. The only country it really affected was Shane because his Germany actually finished with 37 total medals and the Netherlands had 36. So that's really the only pick that it actually, the multipliers affected the outcome. Other than that, if you would have just used total total medals combined, everyone else would have picked from exactly where they're picking from. So maybe the multipliers don't really matter as much as I thought they would. And I do think maybe in the future, this is something I would be open to doing in the future, you know, in 2024 when the games are in Paris. Maybe, so these lower countries, you know what I mean? The the, the Canada's, the Poland's, the, the, the South Korea's, the France's, the, well, France is hosting, so they get a little boost. Italy, Germany, you know, maybe to combat the big four or the big five, if you want to include the USA of the USA, Russia, Great Britain, China. Japan, well, Japan, like I said, I don't even think Japan's in the big four. Let me rephrase that. The big four of the USA, China, Russia, and Great Britain, like, they always perform exceptionally well at these games. They're always going to be up to the top. Japan, you know, like I said, they were the host nation, so the host nations, historically, they do get a little bit of a bump. They do usually overperform, and they do get more medals. Um, They're just, they're able to enter more athletes and shit like that, so you got that. So maybe to combat that, you give the countries below them. Maybe you give them two countries. You know what I mean? So, like, maybe it would have been like, all right, Australia and Poland combined to kind of, you know what I'm saying? So at least make it interesting. So you have, so they have somewhat of a chance, you know what I mean, to maybe contend. I don't know if it would still be enough to take them down, but it would at least make it more interesting because... It was basically a dogfight for the top three picks between those three countries, and it made it, I guess, a little less exciting to root for because you knew you had no fucking chance. At least if you had a country, like I said, like you had Australia and whoever, Kenya. They said, like, well, it's like, it's going to take a lot, but there's a chance I could make a push for, you know, a top three, four, five pick, which I believe they, yeah, they may have. I don't know. That's just a thought. You know what I mean? Maybe give them, maybe give, the lower countries, maybe double them up so somebody has two countries that they're rooting for and helping contribute points. So that's pretty much going to wrap up the Olympics. Yeah, like I said, that was fun. It actually gave me a reason to watch them. I enjoyed it. And yeah, I would definitely be open to doing that again, you know, down the road. Good job, Shane. Just with a few tweaks, like I said. So that's going to move on. So we had some votes, baby. We had some recent votes this year, week. I'm kind of over the votes. So the reason why I was doing these votes on Facebook, number one, it's much easier to do. Um, it's less time at the draft. It's it's less time wasted at the draft. And it's it just never goes well when we try to vote at the draft because there's just people just want to get there and they want to draft, you know. So, so you know what? I put polls on Facebook 
and people can vote, you know, and go with what they want. So we finally voted on the payout structure. Don't forget the league fees a buck twenty-five this year. So take out an extra twenty-five. We upped it. The payout structure is going to be first place is going to get eight hundred bucks. Second place is going to get four hundred bucks. Third place is going to get one hundred twenty-five bucks. High points will also get one hundred twenty-five bucks, and the toilet bowl winner will get fifty bucks. Same payout structure we've been using, just more money. That's it. It's the same exact, same five payouts. First, second, third, high points, toilet bowl. Vote number two. I posted. I I voted for this. I thought of this. I said, should passing touchdowns just be worth six points like every other touchdown? And believe it or not, the league voted to approve this change six to four. So... Starting this year, passing touchdowns will be worth six points, so keep that in mind and adjust your rankings accordingly. All touchdowns are worth six points, including passing touchdowns. Eliminate team defense was brought up by an owner, and it did not even get going off the ground. It was denied unanimously. Um, I don't even think there was a single vote for it. I think everybody unanimously voted against it, and I kind of expected that. I don't think we're quite to the point yet where people want to eliminate team defenses, but we could be trending that way. You never know. It could be something that comes up. Give it a couple years. But I'm fine with team defense. I like it. There's at least a little strategy to it, unlike fucking kickers. And you can play matchups and, and, and shit like that. And Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with defense, and I was not surprised to see that didn't even get any type of love. All right, so here is one that was a little confusing for some people. I've been on record saying that I thought that having seven bench spots and two IR spots in a redraft league that has no keepers or anything like that was far too many. I stand firm on that. I do believe seven and two was too many. It's just there's no need to have that with fucking, what do you call it? Well, like I said, there's no keepers. There's nothing like that. We start nine nine players now with no kickers. It's... It's just, it's not needed. It's not needed. I thought it was too many. The league agreed with me because the vote was in favor of, yes, seven bench spots in two IR spots was too many, with the vote getting a seven to three in favor of too many. So what I did is I said, you know what? I could just, I could just knock this down to six bench spots and two IR spots. I said, but my biggest problem wasn't so much the seven bench spots. It was the two IR spots. I was like, I'd rather have it be seven and one. I would have been okay with 6-2, two, too. I wouldn't have cared. I would have went with the majority. So I re-updated the poll. I said, would you guys rather have 7 bench spots and 1 IR spot or 6 bench spots and 2 IR spots? And the 7 bench spots and 1 IR spot unanimously won the vote. I believe one person voted for 6-2. and two. And like I said, I was just going to go with the majority. I didn't really have a, have a, have a lean either way. I was like, I'll, I'll sit back, let everybody vote. Whatever, you know, is getting the weed. Whatever the majority is on, I will, I will vote with. And... I know we voted on keeping both IR spots last year, but this was a contingency in a way. I said, you know what? I'll let these guys decide if they'd rather go this route because I didn't want to just go down and be like, all right, we're going to six and two. Fuck it. Well, we voted on two IR spots. I figured I wanted to give you guys the option, and that's what I did. So we will have seven bench spots and only one IR for this season. And the final vote we had was we actually decided to approve using a fab system starting this year instead of a continual rolling waivers list like we have been using. The vote was voted in favor, 6-3. to three. A few people didn't vote. There was a few guys that never vote. And 
honestly, like, I can't sit around and keep waiting on people to vote. So that's just kind of how I'm going to do things from now on. Like, think about it what you want, but I can't wait a week to a week and a half for people to get back to me about a question. And it's just, it is what it is. So yeah, people's actions are going to tell me that they don't want to vote. They're not going to vote. Then fuck it. You know what I mean? I give everybody the option. So we go with it. And fab will be used. I will get more information to you guys exactly how I'm going to lay out this system. The waiver order will still be used at times. Like I said, if, if two people bid the exact same amount on a player, like you, we each bid 10 bucks, then waiver order would be decided to break the tie. So I do still have to update that, and I will go from 12 to 1. So Dickie would be number one in priority, and Ricky would be 12th. And wherever you're picking at in between is where you'll be. It goes from 12 to 1. And I'll get everything ironed out as far as budgets go. It'll probably just be 100 bucks. That seems to be the default for uh, most leagues. That's probably what we'll use. Once you use it, you lose it. So keep that in mind throughout the season because you, the budget does not reset. You get 100 bucks for the entire year. And once you blow the 100 bucks, you blow the 100 bucks and you're done. Like, so you got to be a little cautious with it. But sometimes there might be a guy coming who, there might be a waiver pickup. That you just don't want to miss out on, so you might blow half your half your wad on it, and it's a risk you got to take. Sometimes you got to take a gamble, but just keep in mind, like I said, when that money is gone, it's gone. So you will not be able to bid on players once you once you can once your bankroll is done. And so one more thing I'm gonna bring up. <laughs> I didn't put this to vote, and it's probably gonna piss some people off. But I so I looked at the numbers. Okay, we're revolving around divisions we pretty much have divisions as it is you just can't see them like we still follow the the top four we're gonna well so the season's extended now 14 weeks so this is what i'm getting at so you're gonna play the top four people twice and then the middle four are gonna play each other twice and then the bottom four are gonna play each other twice and it still kind of uses the division type scheduling so i actually went back and looked at like all past years and even with the three divisions of four teams, like the six best teams still would have made the playoffs every single time, even with three divisions. It would not have mattered. So I'm bringing the divisions back because they really don't matter, but they're going to be a little different. So they're going to be three divisions of four teams. You're going to play everybody in your division twice. And you're going to play all the other eight teams once. 14-week regular season, three-week playoff. Pretty standard, you know, and the top two division winners We'll get bye weeks, and this is where it's going to be a little different. So the division winner, the third division winner, will still make the playoffs, but they're not going to automatically get the third seed. It's going to go from best overall win-loss record to lowest. You know what I'm saying? So maybe division one, maybe the second wildcard team actually had a better record than the division winner in division three. He will get the three seed. It won't, will not default to the other division. That's just to keep it, so it's still kind of in a way, like the six best are making the playoffs. It's just, that's how I'm going to do it for the four, the three through six teams. So like I said, I looked at everything and I, I actually, like, it's like, well, if we did it this way, how would this have worked? And I was like, well, I was like, it really doesn't matter. So I like the, the divisions just give you a little extra thing to root for, man. It's just something else to, you know, make it a little more fun. And like I said, I literally checked it. And from obviously 2013, I can't extrapolate because we didn't play the year before, but 2014 to 2020, it didn't matter. Like every division winner would have made the playoffs regardless because they were still the six best teams. 
And I, I think you guys kind of get what I'm saying, how we basically have the we, – we've basically had the divisions there. You just really couldn't see them. Like, it's kind of confusing how I'm saying it, but I think you'll kind of understand it. So the divisions will be back, and it's not going to matter, like I said. It's really – it's just something else to, to, to see. And that's pretty much going to wrap it up, guys. That's all I really have. The draft, like I said, is going to be on August 21st. The time's going to be at 1.30. I will send you guys the address. I'm not going to drop it on here. I look forward to seeing all you guys. You guys know what you're picking at and how you can get those mocks in. And, yeah, I'll be talking to you boys. Take it easy.